Pastor Henry Horner and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We return today to our study in Matthew chapter 13, continuing with our focus on the parable of the sower. On our previous study, taken from verses 10 to 13, Jesus answered his disciples' question as to why he spake to the crowds using parables. His answer to them was, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. The one that brought these soul-penetrating, life-saving words to these people was none other than Jesus himself. So the fact that they did not understand was only because they did not want to understand. Now, that brings us to verses 14 through 17, which we will begin to focus on today. Matthew tells us that the people's response to the words of Jesus is a fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy, taken from verses 9 and 10 of chapter 6 in his book. Now, here are verses 14 through 17 of Matthew chapter 13, and they read as follows. This fulfills the prophecy of Isaiah. They hear, but don't understand. They look, but don't see. For their hearts are fat and heavy, and their ears are dull and they have closed their eyes in sleep. So they won't see and hear and understand and turn to God again and let me heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Many a prophet and godly man has longed to see what you have seen and hear what you have heard, but could not. No other friend 
comes to me with new assurance. More and more I understand his words of love. But I'll never know just why he came to save me. Till someday I see his blessed face above. Here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. When some of the representatives of the people began to plot to kill Jesus, he began to speak to the crowds in parables. When the disciples asked him why he spoke to the people in parables, he gave this rationale. He said in chapter 12, 11 to 17, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing they do not see, though hearing they do not understand, in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. For I tell you the truth, many prophets and righteous men long to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Evidently, Jesus chose to speak in parables for three reasons. One, so that he might instruct his own, those who wanted truth and wanted to respond to it. To them he revealed the secrets of his kingdom. Much had been revealed by God through the prophets of the Old Testament, but the present form of the kingdom between Christ's first coming and his second coming, had not been made known through the prophets. These were additional facts, and it was these facts which constituted the mystery. A second reason I alluded to yesterday was to hide, or at least to veil, the truth from those who didn't want to accept it. 
Why reveal truth about Christ and his rule to the spiritually insensitive, to those who had determined to reject it anyway? His information would be mock information to them. Spiritual truth hardens some hearts. It is counterproductive. Truth is not only hidden from those determined to reject it, but the truth they have is removed, so they won't trample it underfoot. I focused on this fact yesterday. So Jesus would speak the parable to the entire crowd, and then he would take his disciples aside and explain it to them. A third reason was to fulfill Isaiah 6, 9 through 10. When that great 8th century B.C. prophet was called to do his work by God, God said to him these remarkable words about the people. He said, You will be hearing, but never understanding. You will ever be seeing and never perceiving. For this people's heart has been calloused, they hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their ears, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. God told Isaiah that the people wouldn't comprehend his message because they had dulled their spiritual sensitivities. They didn't want to hear from God. They didn't want truth or healing. That dullness, God told the prophet, would remain until the exiles went to Babylon. Now God spoke through Matthew that the words of Jesus too would fall on deaf ears. Such failure to discern and understand spiritual truth because it is rejected is nothing new. It was true in humans in Isaiah's time, in Christ's time, and in ours. No one is so hard of hearing as he who does not want to hear. Judgment was clear in Isaiah's time, and perhaps Jesus is saying in a veiled way that judgment for turning down the Messiah is just as sure and certain now. Then Jesus spoke to the disciples these tremendous words, But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. While Jesus spoke about the good news of the kingdom of heaven having come, in mystery form with Christ. There is a principle in these words of Jesus. I believe that we, those who heard the gospel of Christ and who are privileged and so blessed, multitudes in our world have never heard of God's love for them and of his offer of Christ's life through his sacrificial death on Calvary. My parents were of Dutch-German origin, born and raised in Russia, moved to the United States and Canada before I was born, my wife's mother's origin goes back to Poland. Why were we privileged to have had the gospel? Many of you who write to us were raised in pagan or other non-Christian cultures and societies. I thank God for parents who faithfully handed down the truth of God and his gospel to us. But more important, we were given the faith by God to respond to it while some in our families hardened themselves to it. I often thank God for allowing us to hear and for opening our understanding that we might understand. It is my sincere and earnest prayer that God will use what's new to reach many of our listeners around the world with the truth about Christ and the gospel, and that he will open many eyes to see and ears to hear and receive life 
from him. Production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.